I think I would have had it if he would have dragged me on his horse. I'm like, that's it. Like, I'm done with you. I could never forgive First of you. all, I would have been dragging the first moment in there. This girl's like high endurance. She's like, good thing I have firefighter training. And she's like yeah. running behind this horse. But like, I knew if I was in Sarah's position, I would literally be like flat on the ground being dragged. Yeah, same. another episode of Romancing the Monsters. I'm S. I'm Seth. And this week we read Pestilence by Laura Talasa. Okay, Seth, do you want to tell us what this book is about? All right. Okay, so basically, um, this is a book that we were kind of excited for. Um, so this book is about um, the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. So if you're familiar with that, um, it's it was foretold that there would be four horsemen um, sent by, you know, the Almighty um, to, you know, weed out humanity and, you know, ultimately destroy it. Yeah, so the other three are sleeping um, while he is doing his work. He is spreading the plague with fever and boils and, like, it doesn't seem like a good way to pass away. Um, and our main girl, Sarah, she's a firefighter and how it starts off is she and her co-workers, um, are kind of like drawing like matches to see whoever has the burnt one is the one that's going to have to stay behind. Um, and sadly she ends up pulling the, or not sadly, I guess she ends up pulling the, uh, the burnt match and she's the one that has to stay behind and try to kill Pestilence when he, uh, rides through and how she does this. So, quite I'm stopping you real quick. So the question, okay, uh, the reason why they pulled the matches was for them to leave and try to kill him, or for her to stay behind. And- yeah. So what had happened was those other coworkers that were there that pulled like the regular matches, they were safe. They could just go home. Like they not go home, but they had to flee because ah, like um, understood the, the yeah. So if she had drawn like a, a normal match, she would have just been gone with her family somewhere wherever they went. And, like, but she didn't. She had to stay behind, and, like, they knew that she was probably going to die. Um, because, like, you die as soon as you come into any, like, vicinity, I guess, of pestilence. You just die, right? Um, anyways, so she ends up uh, shooting pestilence with her rifle. And, like, he is, you know, falling off his horse. And then this girl decides, you know what? I left my gun there. I'm going to maybe try to burn him alive. Um, her hand slips. And she actually does let go of the match, even though she wasn't actually, she thought she wasn't going to do it, but then she did it. And this man is burning alive. <laughs> and he's begging her to, like, for mercy, to yeah. to save him and, like, yeah. you know, let him live. And she was like, mm-mm. She just sits there and watches him burn. And, like, his, like the way it's described is so horrifying to me. Um, but anyways, we find out that he's immortal and unkillable. And he literally goes to kill her until he uh, didn't kill her. And he takes her prisoner instead, and she suffers a lot uh, on her journey because he is spreading the plague. He's moving through um, Canada, ironically, from Canada. (laughs) Um, And he's just moving through Canada, and she is being dragged, you know, 
by him on the horse because she's on the ground at this point. Um, and then it just slowly starts to change in terms of like how he learns to talk about humans and how he looks at humans. And uh, with her, he ends up realizing, um, you know, human emotions and he starts actually falling in love with her and vice versa, despite him still killing all these people. Um, and that's basically like the premise of the story. And it's a like, will they, won't they, will he, you know, forsake his mission of killing humanity for this woman? And spoiler, yeah, he does. But um, not killing this woman, but like, you know, killing humanity, he was supposed to do that. But it was for this woman that he had to make that decision for. Um, yeah. Uh, did you like this? Well, I How did. did you feel about it? You did? Yeah, I actually, yes, I actually really loved it, though. I did have some issues with it towards the end, mm -hmm. um, but I loved it. I I love the relationship that developed between them. For some reason, for me, it felt like not a lot was going on. I expected more. Yeah. Like throughout yeah. the middle. And even though there was a lot of killing, I kind of had like a mellow feel to it. The only one that really hit me was Robin Ruth. Yes. The old couple yeah. that they both ended up, you know, Robin Ruth. They're like the epitome of like sweet old couple that like gave you everything that you could ever want. And despite it all, Pestilence still killed them, even though he we knew he had the power to, you know, to stop not <laughs> kill them if he wanted to. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was the only one that really hit me. Yeah, same. But yeah, I, I loved it. I'll, I'll say that and then we'll talk about the issues later on. But okay. what about you? Did you what did you think? For me, I liked it. And I was really eating up, like I said in my review, I was eating up the first 60% of the book. I was not sleeping. I, that's all I was reading. Um, but then once it hit the 60% mark, which roughly was around the time they like consummated their relationship, um, it just felt like it was at a standstill and nothing, as you said, was happening. And I kind of lost interest because it wasn't as like high intensity, high impact. And I think it could be due to the fact that we didn't get any in his perspective because I feel like there was instances where I felt like it would be really detrimental to get the scene in his perspective because I was kind of like Sarah was great and I loved her as like a narrator and like as a person telling the events of the story but I just felt like I needed another perspective to see why this was happening but I don't know if Laura Talasa writes male perspectives I'm not too familiar because I only read the first Bargainer book I think no I read the second that's another series I want to try yeah I want to get back into it <laughs> after this book because I still really like her writing do you think you're going to continue on with the series I kind of want to like war sounds really interesting to me and then when we met death also yeah. in this book Thanatos I was like mm, yes give me he has wings yes S? yes you know, wings are a weakness of mine. But that book isn't even out yet. I think it doesn't come out or she's still working on yeah. it. Yeah. I think she's aiming for this year. I'm not too sure, though. Well, hopefully, because I don't want to I don't want to start the series and then have to wait a little bit because I'll, I'll lose interest right away if I have to wait for a little bit. Yeah. And then book. I tend to forget what happened. Yeah. Like that's what happened with Bargainer. I remember I, I remember clearly now I read the first two books and then um the third book or the novella hadn't come out yet and then by the time it did I kind of forgot what happened in the books that I was like well how did you feel about like pestilence as a character though because like he wasn't human and we don't even know what his true form actually is even up until now we really don't know what his true form is not that it matters but like what did you think of him as a character like both like personality wise and like everything else I liked him I liked his, his little cold moments the way he was really cold with her even though sometimes yeah. he kind of went overboard. Um, he was a little cruel. 
Um, but there were moments where he felt very robotic. It, maybe mm. it could be just the fact that he doesn't really know. He doesn't have that much of an interaction with humans. I think he said he watched them just like destroy the world yeah. and like that's all he really knew of humanity until he met Sarah. I mean like I thought he was an interesting character because like at the beginning he was horrifying like he was awful and like you know like he had dragged Sarah from the horse and like she literally fell flat on the ground and like was being dragged like over like the roads and like her skin was like you know being like rubbed dry or like you know it was rubbing off or whatever and then like he even like as she tries to escape he literally like shoots her with arrows and like we find out later on it's because he doesn't know any better like we find out that he's just like ignorant to humanity he didn't know that she would be so breakable like so fragile which is why he like pushed her the way she did like I honestly think if he knew maybe that she was as breakable as she was that he wouldn't necessarily do what he did do you really think so if he would have known I think so because like he actually doesn't know about humans and like he like despite watching them for I don't know how many thousands and like I don't know how many years you know he's been you know around (laughs) um yeah I like he didn't know anything about humanity and humans in general like, he just expected the worst from them because that's really all he got to witness. So do you think in those five years, humanity could have changed? Like, what do you think humanity could have done? Like, it makes me think about, like, our society and what we're going through right now. And, yeah, like, I don't know, like, do you think humanity, I don't know how to say it. Like, what do you think humanity could have done in order to change and prevent pestilence from coming? See, that's the thing. Like you said, it's really mirroring our own society right now with like, we, yeah, we're suffering through the coronavirus and like COVID-19 is like, you know, our own personal plague at the moment. And I think it's very telling on humanity that if pestilence decided to come, I think he would literally come and like actually give us the plague because we are like disgusting in terms of like how we're handling it. Like there's some countries that are doing it really well, but like overall humanity, I I, I don't even know. I don't want to get political. I don't want to like, you know, touch those topics, but I I just feel like- But it gets you thinking, right? It gets you thinking about what's going on with, with, with exactly us. exactly it does get you thinking and for humanity to get rid of pestilence i think we would have to be together and like come together and find a way to harmonize and like just be one i know that sounds cheesy but like that's the only way i think coming over like overcoming like pestilence's plague with the boils and the fevers like I know there was absolutely no cure for it like they said that in the book but i don't know like compassion is a thing Like, just being there and holding someone's hand during all of that, I think that could be, like, that's why Sarah was so important, I think, for him to witness and, like, for him to see and have a relationship with because, like, compassion is just, it's lacking in our world today. Do you think Sarah was, why her? Why why Sarah? Um, I think it's it goes back to, like, compassion. Like, she's, like, she's the best of humanity, I would say. Pestilence was going to kill her until he saw the symbol of mercy shining on her. Which means, like, obviously God showed him that, you know, he, he needs to save her. And then Sarah even comments that, like, was it because I was supposed to, like, like, you were supposed to save me or was I the one that was going to save humanity? Because in the end, he did make the decision to stop his mission because of her. But it took him a long fucking time. It did. And, like, during that time, he even started, like, attacking more people. That was one of my issues that I had with it, like... The way, um, should we talk about that? We're jumping ahead, man. Yeah, I, know I don't know. Are. I think I, I think I know what you're talking about. But yeah, I mean, like, why not? Let's just talk about it. Because I feel like it's, 
I kind of like the discussion is so like rich in, yeah, in this book. That's what like I was this... really feeling. I was I said like I didn't like this book wasn't a five star read for me, but I feel like the discussions for this book would be good. But yeah, go ahead. I know what you want to say. <laughs> okay, so the ending or towards the end when yeah. he just stopped like what was like what was the point of it all like that's that's what I was thinking last night he chose to stop but why didn't he stop yeah. when they when he was with Sarah before locking her up and all that because like how I saw it was he had to witness that humanity like there's something in humanity worth saving and I think when Sarah like hit him with the truth that like love is supposed to bring out the best in you not the worst and like he was becoming a monster. He was becoming malicious mm-hmm. by, like, literally spreading the plague all over Mexico, all over, like, the coast of, like, America. Like, he was being malicious at that point. Mm-hmm. He realized that, like, wait a second. Love is bringing out the worst in me. That's not, like, how I feel when I'm with Sarah. And, like, I think seeing her and seeing, like, the goodness of humans, even Ruth and Rob, when they didn't expect him to save them, I think he needed to witness himself that humanity is worth saving and that's what made him stop that's how i saw it but i feel like there's still like more no i agree i feel like that's one of my issues with this book was the ending was so short like so abrupt and like glossed over i would have wanted a few more chapters in terms of like him explaining like i that was one instance where i think his perspective would have been needed in order for him to explain his reasoning as to why stopping yeah why continuing on with the killing and Yeah, because, like, all he said, he takes off his crown and he's, like, my purpose is, like, fulfilled or whatever. And, like, that was it. That's the only, like, issue, not issue, like, the only discussion Mm -hmm. or, I guess, sentence on the the whole conflict of the book. Like, the conflict of the book was him killing people, hundreds and millions and, like, you know, so many people. And then all of a sudden he just stopped. But I feel like maybe there should have been some type of consequences on his part. I think the whole purpose of this whole series, like, I think what I'm, like, envisioning is that each horseman needs to witness some sort of positive impact of humanity. Like, they need to see something good in humanity for them to stop, and then the next horseman wakes up. And then, like, by the end of the book, maybe God's going to be like, all right, actually, we won't end the world. Well, let's hope it, it actually turns out like that. But, like, talking about pestilence and, like, you know, him, you know, (laughs) destroying basically Mexico and, like, the, you know, the coast of America, like, all those people there, um, he literally, like, sped up the 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 plague plague and, like, Sarah finds out that he could literally reach other countries. He didn't need to travel to those countries to reach them. I was kind of interested in this, like, idea that I actually had it as I was making my tea. I was like, evil isn't born. Like, it's a maid like evil is made yeah and like he wasn't malicious in the beginning not once was he like actually malicious yes sure you can argue him dragging her body like him you know doing certain things to her and and killing people you could argue yeah that was like that was malice I don't want this like to get philosophical but like going back to the whole idea of malice and pestilence um well we see it happening as you said like in the hospital um, when Sarah um, gets shot in the stomach and she's actually dying and Death himself was like, you know what, I'm curious. I kind of want to see how this plays out, so I'm going to send you back. Um, and then while she's being sent back, she overhears Pestilence um, killing everyone in the hospital and then like further, like furthering the plague to like Mexico and the coast of America. And like, you know, his reach can actually go further than him just traveling to the country. And yeah, like the whole idea of like evil isn't born, it's made. I feel like 
it's really apparent in this situation because he wasn't malicious in the beginning. He wasn't like attacking like humans and like killing them with evil intent. He was doing it because that was his purpose, his mission. And he only started being so when he started acting human, when he started like feeling human emotions and doing human things like eating, having sex, you know, cracking jokes. Like he wasn't evil or malicious. So like that begs the question, is humanity the poison in the world? And I don't want to get philosophical. This is not where I wanted this to go. But like it made me think that he only started being that way when he started acting human. We're the issue, Seth. We are the issue. Yeah. We're the fucking issue. <laughs> How sad. That makes me sad. Yeah, because he, I think he would have just continued on his merry way if he didn't feel love, if he didn't feel anger and hatred, if he didn't experience all, like, the beauties of humanity, you know? Like, with, obviously, like, there's a balance. When you experience the beauty, you experience, you know, the ugly side of humanity and he got to experience both so what did you feel about that topic I know like I kind of like talked 20 minutes but no it does get you thinking um we're the issue and it gets me thinking how we're going on right now like we're selfish we're selfish people humanity can be very fucking selfish and I do agree that once he started to um act human and being with Sarah and I feel like she had a lot of influence on him that's when he started being malicious um what had me cracking up, though, because I could relate on a personal level. Um, so Sarah's Canadian. She's from Whistler. Um, and I'm Canadian. I'm from Toronto. Um, <laughs> she's like, I might be the one Canadian who can't stand the cold. Everyone is. Everyone else is like, hey, look, I can see the sun today. And even though it's cold enough to freeze water, by God, I think this is T-shirt weather. Meanwhile, I'm what happens when a human and an ice cube have a baby. <laughs> I was like, girl, I can relate. Because, like, I never understand when people just go outside in, like, negative, like, 40 degrees in a t-shirt. But the sun's out, you know? Yeah. It's insane. I just thought it was really interesting. Do you think, do you think you would handle the cold? I'm going off topic. Do you think you would handle the cold if you were to come out here? Like, if you were, because I know Marge, she came out when we went to San Francisco. I remember her saying that it was really cold. Like, it was a different type of cold. And I know the cold out here in Southern California, it's a different type of... That's the thing. It's a different cold. Like, when I was in England, you know, and I was living there for a bit, it was, like, the cold was different than the cold I'm used to in Canada. It's, like, the cold in England, like, seeps into your bones and, like, it doesn't leave. So I can understand March saying that, like, going to San Francisco, maybe the cold is different than the cold in Canada. Oh, what we didn't talk about was Sarah's emotions regarding that situation when she finds out that he uh basically attacked all of mexico and like spread the plague all the way over there um we didn't really talk about like her epiphany when she kind of realizes that she's the reason why his love for her is the reason why he's being so hateful and, like, she feels so, like, such immense guilt for, like, the cause of all this destruction. I just thought that was interesting because, like, I remember Ruth telling her that, like, you have the power to show him what humanity is actually like. And then, like, she does. But then because of her own goodness, he feels hatred towards all the rest of humanity. Did you find that believable, though? Like, the whole um, him giving up? Like, like taking back the plague from Mexico and, like, America, like, did you feel like it was a believable thing for him to do? 
No. Like when he stopped everything and like let her go? Yeah. No, no. I expected, I don't know what I expected, but I expected something. And that's what I thought. Like it was kind of pointless going through everything they went through. Because he just abruptly stops. And if, and I know he explains like his, his mind and his heart were, I think he said something like they weren't matching up. So he needed time. Yeah. Like, do you think it happened too quickly? Because, like, as soon as they had that fight about her not wanting this, like, not wanting a life with him like this, like, he just stopped it. But, like, she didn't know he stopped and, like, you know, took back the plague from, like, those countries until, like, you know, she's, like, away from him. If she just turned on the news, she would have seen, oh, he stopped the plague for me. For me, there was something more that needed to happen. Um, I needed him to have some type of consequences. No, I think, like, for me... I think his switch happened really quickly, but I think it was, like, the idea of, like, the one thing he wanted for himself, because for the lack of a better word, he kind of was just, like, following without, like, any purpose. Like, he was just following orders, and, like, he finally felt selfish in this one instance where he had this woman, and he wanted her for himself, and then when that got taken away from him, you know, he kind of was like, what am I living for then? Like, what is my purpose now if I don't have her? And, yeah, I just, I don't know. I felt like it happened abruptly, but I, I don't know. I just, I don't know how I felt about it because, like you said, I wanted it to be more fleshed out. And I wanted it to be, like, not not for him to have consequences because he actually, like, I feel like his point, like, his end of his journey was finding something to fight for in humanity. Because that's ultimately their purpose. That's why God sent them was to, you know, like, see if there's anything worth saving. Obviously, despite, you know, destroying them. He did say that, you know, that they needed to find something in humanity. And he found that in Sarah. Do you think Sarah forgave him? Like, she had issues with him killing. Do you think she forgave him too soon or kind of, like, forgot and, like, brushed it off, like, later on? I do think, like, I hated the instances where, like, even in the beginning when, like, he was awful to her and, like, would actually treat her like shit, like she's, a, like, the dirt on his boot, um, she would just be like, oh, he's so hot, I shouldn't want him. Yeah. But I'm like, girl, why are you, like, he literally treats you like shit, why are you even acknowledging, like, oh, he's so hot, like, and thinking about having sex with him? I was like, no, man, he doesn't deserve that. Um, but I feel like at the end, she started to understand him on a deeper level. And like, especially when you see him with Ruth and Rob, he didn't like that's when Sarah and us as readers discover that he doesn't like seeing people die. And like, he only stayed by their side to help ease their suffering. That's why he kept disappearing whenever Sarah was comforting everybody that that she came across with. That's why he and I was wondering too, like, why isn't he around to see that? It's because he didn't like. Yeah scene yeah people die yeah and I think that's kind of why she found it in herself to forgive him because she knows he doesn't enjoy it then do you want to um do you think it's really to get into the monster of the story well I do have a question like um okay where I I, not issues but like little things that I kind of wish like we would have seen like for some like I thought there was there wasn't any type of news going on. So I kept wondering how do people know about him and where he's going and that he's yeah. that he has someone and that she's around him and all that. Um but then at the end it shows that supposedly she just needed to turn on the TV for for people to see that he for her to see that he ended up stopping the plague. Yeah. I kind of hated that cop out. <laughs> If yeah. she just turned on the damn TV, she would have realized. Then she would have seen. Yeah. And then another thing, 
like what what happened to like the military the the army like it was people out there actual that's civilians true killing trying to kill pestilence you would think like the government would have been involved or uh, yeah maybe it was five years so we didn't see that but like I think it just goes back to like the whole idea of like all men for themselves and like maybe the military they tried to at the beginning we don't know I like we honestly don't know what the military did in any country because I think I don't remember where he started but I know the majority of the book takes place in Canada um but yeah um I don't know I I honestly they're human so they would have automatically died from the plague if they came into contact with him so that's where like maybe they that was where that 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 hesitance comes from I don't know they didn't mention them like any type of like army military navy nothing this is the, the firefighter that went out there to freaking kill him and like literally, it's just like little things like that that kind of gets me thinking like I wish it was more fleshed out like more there was a little mm-hmm. bit more to the story no I agree and that's one of my arguments too I wish like a lot of other things were explained but like I mean we kind of we went in for a dark romance okay <laughs> it wasn't that dark I don't know it actually wasn't I mean like there were dark like I wasn't expecting to read about children dying so, like, if that's something that you are a bit hesitant to read about, I suggest maybe not picking it up because there are mentions of not just one, but I feel like there's a lot of uh, children that die. <laughs> um, and a lot of, like, innocent good people, too. So One aspect I found interesting about Sarah, um, that she became a firefighter despite her dream of becoming, I don't know, something to do with English literature. Remember, that's that's what she wanted to study. Yeah. So how did you feel about that? I mean, it was a nice change. I like seeing that, too. Like, I like seeing her as a firefighter. But, like, for me, like, those flashbacks when she's talking with her dad about, like, her wanting to go to university to study English literature. And, like, she couldn't do that. Like, she actually couldn't do that. (laughs) It's, like, it was heartbreaking because, like, it was her passion. It was her dream. And, like... Because of pestilence, because of the man that she, like, later on ends up loving, she couldn't pursue her dream. And, like, she even tells him that later on when he's like, why didn't you pursue English literature then? And she's like, well, because of you. Like, you came. I couldn't do it. And that is a little sad now that I think about it. Kind of just reminds me of what's going on right now. Like, we had a whole year that a lot of things were paused for a lot of us. Exactly. Um, Like, school and, like, a lot of people that were starting new jobs at the beginning of 2020. Yeah, like, yeah, that not, ended up not being able to do that. Yeah. Um, and, like, not only in this instance, but, like, in other circumstances around the world, like, a lot of people have to give up their dreams to pursue something, benef- like, quote-unquote beneficial for society and, like, or beneficial for the family or whatever. Like, I just, like, there's so many people out there that probably want to pursue, like, English literature. They want to, like, maybe pursue, like, a sport or singing or music or something along those lines. But they actually can't um, because of, like, prior commitments or, like, like Sarah, it didn't, it wasn't going to benefit anyone, you know? Um, yeah, I just feel like this book hit, like, really close to home in terms of, like, not that, but, like, just, like, you know, the plague and, like, how, like, people were dying. I just, like, for a second I had to pull away because I felt like it was getting too, like, it was hitting, hitting too much. Um, should we get into the monster? Sure. So, S, what do you think the monster of a story was? For me, us. I think it was... <laughs> no, I'm what? kidding. Us. No, I was going to say no, us. Yeah, I, I think it was humanity. 
humanity yeah. was the monster of the story. I mean, I feel like they had the five years or when they showed up, I feel like they had a little bit of time, right? Mm-hmm. In order for humanity to kind of change. Humanity and, had like, five years. Right? To fix themselves. Yes. To fix, to, to kind of have a reality check, like, okay, pestilence came and, or the four horsemen, you know, showed up out of nowhere. I mean, something's got to give, something's got to change. Yeah. And even though, like, even though Pestilence had his, like, cruel moments where he did a lot of killing, and I feel like humanity is the main monster of this story. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree with that. And I feel like that was, like, those five years was humanity's instance to show the best of humanity, the come together, and, like, to show that, you know, we're worth saving, we're worth, you know, <laughs> like, we're worth it. But nope, instead of they, they decided to fight for themselves and, like, destroy things and just, like, fight for nothing. Like, literally fight just to survive instead of fighting together. Um, and that's when Pestilence was like, I had enough. And then he wakes up. Um, if we're looking in terms of, like, the character, um, I feel like I'm kind of being, like, picky. Actually, no. I feel like this is this was his monster. Pestilence's monster was his ignorance. Ooh. Like, he chooses to see humans as creatures worse than animals and would belittle Sarah. Like, that's how the story started. And it's the instance where, like, he actually chooses to see humans as creatures. Like, he doesn't want to change that. Like, it only happens later on when, like, Sarah starts pushing him and, like, making him, like, question things and, like, asking questions. And, yeah, it was literally all due to his unawareness of humans, his lack of education about what made humans humans. And, like, as I said, he even starts asking Sarah questions and like he starts thinking that she's maybe the exception to the rule. But like later on, he starts to like, indulge in human activity, like eating, sleeping, bathing, even like that's not something that he would do. And like having sex and finally, even in the act of love and all that comes with it, like his ignorance was his monster. Like, if he had had knowledge of like the complex workings of humanity and like humans in general, like, Who's to say the plague would have been as bad as it was or if it was going to happen to begin with? So that's what I think his monster was, his ignorance. Do you think that it's his ignorance of not wanting... I mean, he's been around for so long. Yeah. You would think that he would kind of pick up something along the way, right? I think what forced him to make that that decision, I guess, would be... um, like his higher power um with god showing like showing him to spare sarah i think if he did not spare sarah then he would have automatically killed her and that being so he would not force himself to change because he could not kill sarah but he had to keep her with him and like only because he had sarah was he able to understand humans and able to empathize i guess you could say but no, this book, like, despite it being, like, a, a romance, I still, like, ended up thinking a lot deeper about topics and situations than I originally thought I was going to be thinking about. Do you have a monster in mind for Sarah? Like I said, I think, like, her stubbornness, maybe, like, just, like, a personal monster. Like, she ended up causing herself more pain um, during, like, her travels with uh, Pestilence because she would not tell him oh I'm like dying of like hypothermia oh I'm like dying oh, yeah. of like you know my wounds on my back um 
Yeah, I just think that was, like, her biggest example of her stubbornness. And, like, I guess we can argue the reason why, you know, they weren't together as soon as they were was because of her stubbornness to not turn on the TV, which we already talked about. Um, But then her stubbornness also, as I said, came into play because, like, it's what pushed her to help Pestilence see humanity. So I don't even necessarily know if it's a monster for her. That's why. I just feel like she's the most human character, but, like, she was, like kind of flawless the best kind of human yeah yeah let's just say that she's the best kind of human who yes she's stubborn yes she's quick to anger but like she was patient with him she really was i think i would have had it if he would have dragged me on his horse i'm like that's it like i'm done with you i could never first of all i would have been dragging the first moment in there this girl's like high endurance she's like good thing i have firefighter training and she's like running behind this horse but like i knew if i was in sarah's position i would literally be like flat on the ground being dragged yeah same i found it funny we didn't get to mention it where he kept trying to they when they finally had sex and he, he takes her to the chapel and he's like <laughs> okay we're gonna get married i was dying no it was cute but then i love what she's like wait is this like a pity proposal like yeah because we had sex you think we're gonna get married but like he honestly thought that's just what followed that's what yeah like, he was honestly so adorable. He was baby. Pestilence was baby. He was. He was a little clueless. I, I loved him. I really loved his character. Um, yeah. I honestly, I didn't expect to like him as much as I did by the end of the story. Um, because, like, at the beginning, obviously, like, we talked about it. He was pretty awful to her. Um, so I wasn't prepared <laughs> to like him as much as I did. My biggest pet peeve in the story, though, I feel like we're jumping again. I'm sorry. Um was the end so it ends with them 10 years in the future and they're having they have children um he goes by victor now um war you know woke up and all that but my thing is my girl sarah is still aging so she's gonna die in what 50 years i was so mad i was like i was like flipping it i was like wait is there more like is there a way I would have liked for him to kind of leave his duties and then for him to kind of just kind of become human. Like, I thought is that, that something was that going to happen too. For him to, you know, grow old with her. and Yeah. And unless I missed it. But, like, I was, I was kind of disappointed. Because, you know, that's one of my pet peeves is, like, when one stays mortal, like, sorry, yeah, mortal and not become immortal if, like, the other counterpart is immortal. Or vice versa, if they don't become mortal and like spend their life with the mortal, that's when I like I was I was really mad. But I was thinking, I don't know if you remember it um, when they were having sex when they re like, you know, came back together and you know became a couple. Um, <laughs> they were having sex and then all of a sudden like a bright light behind him shone. So I don't know if that meant something, but then it never got revisited unless it's going to be something mentioned in like the last book. Okay, that's something that I missed. I don't remember a bright light or anything like that. Yeah, I re like so like I finished the book and then I reread it because I was like, ooh, maybe this indicates that he either becomes mortal or she becomes immortal. Mm-hmm. But then nothing happened from it. What was this damn bright light? Is that like God being like, yes, this relationship is holy? Like I don't know. Oh, okay, pestilence draws away long enough to line line us up. For one instant, he looks backlit. His golden hair luminous, his hair glimmering in the darkness. And in that instant, he's heaven, He's a heavenly thing. Then the moment passes and he's a man once more. See? What does that mean? Uh, 
and then he pushes it to her and then they do the deal um <laughs> like i would assume that maybe that was like his moment of like godly and then like his last instance of being godly and then it just kind of dies out and he's like a man i don't know so do you think that now he's mortal like i that's my question and it's a question i want to like personally go ask um but i feel like i don't know i was looking up no one really like i don't know no one talks about that in that situation but I I think I remember something where she kind of I think they talk about her being human and that she's gonna end up dying they accept the little time that they have wasn't that a conversation I I feel like yeah it was a conversation it's not one I liked so that that she's gonna be like okay I'll give you whatever time we have like I'll be okay with it I don't know. It's not something, like, I like personally, but, like, if you're into the whole, you know, my mate's gonna die in, like, 60 years. <sighs> um, I'm hoping that war would be um, better because the reviews are a lot better and people enjoy it. Like, I see people reviewing that one a lot higher than they did Pestilence. Um, and it sounds more right on my alley. Uh, they're describing him as, like, Cal Droger or whatever. Like, he's, like, a, a barbarian type man. And I'm like, yes. That's, that's right for you, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's right on my, my alley there. But we'll see. I mean, like, I'm curious because um, I know it takes place in... Um, Jerusalem, though, or something like that? Yes. Jerusalem so I'm just I'm curious to see how she handles a delicate topic of what's going on right now in Jerusalem so I'm I'm kind of worried but I'm 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 still gonna read it still gonna read it but we'll see I do have a question one of my questions okay so what did you think about his name that he gave himself (laughs) I burst out laughing okay wait wait what did you think about his name if you liked it or not and then um if you could have given him a name, what would you have given him? Oh. That's the question. All right. So when I first heard that he chose the name Victor, I was like, what? And this is no insult to anyone named Victor. I just didn't think it was a name, you know, he would have. And one that he would choose for himself until he explained the meaning behind it. And he's known as Pestilence the Conqueror. Um and so he said, another way to say conqueror is victor. Um, and then I was like, all right, fine. I guess I can see why you chose the name Victor. Um, I don't, like, I didn't hate it at that point, but I didn't necessarily, like, fall in love with it. Um, but yeah, um, if I were to choose a name for him, I think Victor matches him because he still wanted to maintain some of his identity. So I'll, I'll let him have Victor. Victor. Yeah. What did you think? So of I was the name? I was the same too when he said it was Victor. I was like Victor. <laughs> but um I did like that he gave his explanation and I'm just like okay like that's it's cute. Yeah. I'll accept it. But um yeah. for some reason, I don't know why I kept thinking he was like a Leo. Leo. A Leo. That's a not Leo. there. A Leo. Stop, stop. <laughs> He's Leo. So, I don't know. Like that name just like like Leo would fit him. I feel like I don't know I'll let him have his name I honestly I, that's what, one of my questions because I was like is she just gonna continue calling him pestilence like you know they're doing the do and she's like oh pestilence and I'm like okay <laughs> but like he, he came up with a name it was a fine name he likes it she likes it that's all that matters my question for you is 
if you were in this world and no, because then it literally you would it wouldn't even work. I was gonna ask, what would you do to survive? Like, how would you like? How do you see yourself surviving? In surviving? This world? Yeah, I wouldn't survive stuff. That yeah, would have been like gone like the first week. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's only if you came to America, and you're on the coast, right? Mm-hmm. You would have been. Sur- you no, would have lived. He, didn't he pass by? Like, wasn't he already like coming down? No, he what he did was like extend his reach and infected the coast of America, like mm-hmm. that coast, and mm-hmm. then of Mexico. He infected as well. I don't know if it was all of Mexico, but it was a lot of Mexico. And then he pulled it back. The plague would have I think the plague would have reached me. No, it would have yeah. reached you, but he like remember he um like took it back and he's like actually I'm not I'm going to cure these people like just take the virus out of them and they all survived so you you would have survived i would have died he even mentioned toronto and he's like yeah i killed toronto and i'm like well great i'm dead i'm dead in this world actually i wouldn't want to go by pestilence though like that sounds painful i'm not talking about sex i'm talking about the the plague (laughs) i wasn't thinking about sex oh I'd have to read the other books to um, see how they killed humanity or how they planned to kill humanity mm-hmm. um, in order to make my decision on how... This is just turning into a weird discussion, actually. I think we need to end it. <laughs> I was really going to be like, I need to read the other books to decide how I like where, like how I would decide So if you read go. the other books, they, let's save this question for kind of like towards But the it's end. not even a good question. It's, it's literally asking... Which mode of death do I prefer? That's a good question, though. I feel like <laughs> you would you want to die at the hands of war, at the hands of famine, or at the hands of pestilence? Or death. Yeah. I don't know what or death plans, though. But he is just the reaper. He just, like, takes souls with him, right? Unless he has another purpose. <laughs> so that has been our discussion on Pestilence by Laura Thalassa on Romancing the Monsters. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. You can find us on social media at rtmpod on twitter and romancing the monsters on instagram you can also send us an email on romancing the monsters podcast at gmail.com and you can find me s on instagram and twitter at but this book and you can find me seth on both instagram and twitter at pros with woes hope you enjoyed bye bye